Welcome to the CGOV Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we chat with the general manager of the Winnipeg Gold Eyes, Andrew Collier, as they've clinched a playoff spot. All the details on how you can watch their playoff action coming up as well. We talked to Bryson McNeil, quarterback of the Winnipeg Rifles, who just beat the Saskatoon Hilltops for the first time in 16 years. How did they get it done? All the answers on the podcast. The Gold Eyes, as I mentioned, were supposed to be playing right now. They have not started yet because of rain and because they were supposed to be playing right now. I pre-taped this interview with the gold ice GM, Andrew Collier. They're cl- supposed to be closing out a homestand against the Monarchs this past Saturday. They clinched a playoff spot. So that's why I wanted to talk to Andrew. And, uh, well, let's take a listen to our chat. Well, Andrew, it, it was inevitable for a while that the gold eyes were going to clinch a playoff spot, but to actually have it now under wraps. How does that feel? It feels great. Now we can officially, uh, not that we haven't been, but sell playoff tickets and start planning for for next week. So this year, the postseason looks a lot different in the American Association. Explain what's new this year. Yeah, it's very different. The uh, So we have two six-team divisions, top four in each division get in. What's really different this year is the top seed in each division gets to pick their opponent in the first round. So of the second, third, fourth seeds, the first seed gets to pick who they play in the first round. It looks like you're going to be the three seed, most likely. Uh, Still some games to be played, but most likely you'll be third. If you end up getting picked, is that a slight? Is that bulletin board material? (laughs) <laughs> I would think whoever gets picked is, uh, yeah, it's going to provide some bulletin board material and some extra motivation for that team that gets picked. It'll go into the playoffs with a bit of a chip on their shoulder for sure. It's interesting because if you're the top seed, do you want to have to pick your opponent? Because it seems like you're, you're, you know, you're already the favorite, but now you're giving the underdog some extra incentive. Yeah, it's interesting, but as the top seed, you get the benefit of looking at the other three teams and picking the one that you feel that you match up the best against, maybe based on how you played them in the regular season or how that other team's played recently. And uh, yeah, so it'll for sure be interesting. So these are best of three series. As the lower seed, you get to host game one, right? Correct. So that will be September 7th, uh, providing everything goes as I think it will and, and we'll be the, the lower seed playing a higher seed. So we'll get uh, game one and then games two and three will be on the road, the ninth and 10th. Either in Kansas City or Fargo-Moorhead, depending on what happens in the, the next couple of weeks but or the next couple of games. Just the, the idea that the postseason keeps getting tinkered with it we've seen it at the major league level as well there's been a lot of changes the last few years do you like the idea of having more teams in the playoffs i do i i think you you play a lot of games during the regular season we're playing 100 games and to have to have the chance to have at least one playoff game i think is i think it's good it's going to create a lot of excitement having two best of threes and then the championship being a best of five at I just think it adds a little bit more excitement for the home fans. And a best of three. I mean, that anything can happen in a best of three. That's that's pretty high stakes. Yeah, for sure. Best of threes can uh, can be interesting if you have two hot starters that that 
get out there and, and give you six or seven quality innings. And everybody that's going in the playoffs has got a good bullpen now. So it's really going to come down to the starters who can last the longest and limit the other team. It's going to be cool, though, to get, at least get one home playoff game, right? And then if you win that you, and win the series, you're going to get more. For sure. Yeah. More, uh, more playoff games, the better. We haven't, we haven't had a, a home playoff game since 2017. So I know everybody in the office and all the players are looking forward to it. Speaking of home field, this is the first normal season for the gold eyes since 2019. How has it been having a regular season back in Winnipeg with a full crowd? It's been great. Uh, 2020 and 2021 were they were tough seasons, 2020 especially, being on the road the entire season. And last year, spending three quarters of it in Jackson, Tennessee. So to have a full season at home and be able to, to plan and uh, have those home games, it's been great. And not many rainouts. Uh, we had a couple at the start of the season. And this last homestand we had before coming home today, we had some... Some questionable games, but uh, yeah, just those two early in the season. So what's left to, to look at over this last homestand? Obviously, in the standings, like I said, you're probably going to be third. If you lose out, then maybe you're, you finish fourth. But is this more just about getting fine-tuned for the playoffs? Yeah, it's just a chance for Rick to line up his his rotation and get things to where he wants it to be for game one next next week and maybe give some guys some rest that have been playing all season. But I know it would be a, a difficult ask for Rick to ask any of you guys to take a day off. They want to play every day and, and do what they do. So just staying healthy, getting the rotation lined up and getting ready for the playoffs. Your infielder Raul Navarro today was uh, named batter of the week. Again, he batted 440 for the week. He's sixth in the American Association, batting 337 for the season. Uh, what has his presence me meant to the team here in the second season with the Fish? He's been solid all year long. We've been uh, lucky to have him. Played a great shortstop and just uh, a great guy to have at the top of the lineup. He uh, is getting on base and setting the table for guys like Max Murphy and Ian Sagdahl and Washington. So yeah, having a guy at the top of the lineup that you rely on to get on base for you, Raul has been great. Also a trade on, on Saturday, Michael Krause comes over from the Chicago dogs for Eric Rivera. That's pretty late in the season to be able to trade, isn't it? Uh, it's always 10 days before the end of the season is the, the roster freeze and trade deadline. Um, yeah, so we've known that right from the start that August 27th was going to be that trade deadline. And I know Rick was looking for any chance he could to improve the lineup heading into the the postseason. And any chance you, you have to get an all-star like Michael Krause, so you're going to jump at it. Who's also Canadian. Exactly, yeah. There's a bonus. Yeah, there you go. So are there any promotions left for the last week of the season? Yeah, we have player card sets tonight. Uh, we're at home tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday against Kansas City, all three 6.30 games. Uh, fireworks on Saturday night. We have a, another series Friday through Monday against Sioux Falls. Fireworks on Saturday night. And then a team photo and on-field autograph session on Monday on Fan Appreciation Day. And tickets are on sale for the playoff game next Wednesday? 
Uh, right now we're selling packages and tomorrow we'll be selling individual tickets. And like I said, the, the first game will likely be September 7th. Perfect. Well, wish you all the best, Andrew. Thanks for this. And, uh, We'll hopefully have some uh, postseason baseball to talk about real soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Christian. Let's talk football now because on the weekend, the Winnipeg Rifles did something they have not done in quite some time, and that is beat the Saskatoon Hilltops. 19-16 the score as they win over that team, the number two ranked team in the country. For the first time since 2006, and the quarterback of the team, Bryson McNeil, joins us now on the show. Bryson, what were you doing in 2006? I, I couldn't tell you honestly. I, you know, I was a little guy still then. <laughs> Had you started playing football yet? Yeah, yeah. At that time, uh, I should have been. Uh, I, I think I was eight, nine at that time. So yeah, I think that was one of my first years of football at that time. So yeah, I was playing there uh, where we played this Sunday at Eastside Eagles. So. So take me back to the game and just how it went when you go into a game against the number two ranked team in the country and a powerhouse like the Hilltops. What's the feeling going into that game? Uh, it's it's always exciting, you know. Uh, you know, you want to be the best, so you got to beat the best. So uh, you know, it's always exciting. You know, you uh, go out there, you do the same thing as always, you know, and um, it's it's always good. You know, we came on top, so it's fun times. So Eastside Field, not the normal home of the Winnipeg Rifles. New turf is being installed at Maple Grove Park. Did that help you kind of connect back to the day? Did that give you some extra juice playing on your, your old field? Yeah, it's always an exciting game back there. Uh, really nostalgic, good good times there, a lot of good memories, good plays. So it was always fun there. Uh, a lot more family was able to get out, you know, close to their home and whatnot. So that's always fun. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Boys put on the show. So take me through the game then. Uh, was it a roller coaster? Did you did you always think that you were going to win that game? What was the feeling on the sideline as as the quarters went through? Uh, like, uh, like you said, like right now, um, I, we believe we're the best team in the nation right now. So uh, we always keep that mindset that we're going to be winning. So um, we keep that going every week, uh, and uh, hopefully we keep doing that going forward. What do you think the difference was yesterday? Um, defense played outstanding. Uh, I think they had five turnovers, uh, and then uh, we just kind of cleaned it up on the offensive side. Um, less mistakes, um, not too many turnovers, and we just kind of executed, drove the ball. Uh, it was uh, pretty good. good. Good job of our kicker as well. He, he did a good job. So when the final horn sounds, you've got the victory. What was the celebration like? Oh, it was exciting, yeah. Boys are excited. Coaches were excited. It was good times. Uh, it's, uh, it's always good to get back in the win column, and uh, hopefully we build off that and keep rolling now. So you're one and two now on the season. Do, do you wish you played a game this week to to bounce into as opposed to a bye week? Uh, well, we played Saskatoon uh, week one and Regina week two, so those are two of the top teams in the nation, and. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's good for the boys to get a little bit of rest. We'll, we'll be hitting the gym, you know, um, reviewing, you know, getting just better and stronger this week. So, um, obviously, I want to get back out there right away, but uh, it's okay. We can uh, take a week off and uh, get back in the re- review room and whatnot and get better. Let's, let's examine your football journey. How did you end up on the Winnipeg Rifles? 
Uh, first, uh, I played high school at Churchill in grade nine. Uh, I transferred over to River East for my grade 10, 11, and 12 years. And then took a few years. I played three years with the Manitoba Major League. Uh, won three championships there with the Eastside Eagles at the time as well. And uh, then uh, last year, I joined the Rifles. Uh, just wanted to test myself. And uh, now we are here on year two, final year, and uh, trying to go out for the bang. So where did you first discover your love of football was it on east side field as a kid yeah yeah when i was young i started the first year you could play terminators young age um and just played on from then uh and then yeah it's it's a it's been a good journey uh a lot of life experiences a lot of close bonds a lot of people it's good were you always a quarterback always been a quarterback yeah i, I played a little bit of linebacker and a little bit of tight end in uh, grade nine at churchill but um Besides that, I've always been a quarterback. Do you prefer, so you prefer that to hitting people? Oh, I, I, I'll hit. I, I'll lay the shoulder down. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I've, it's always just been a good spot for me. I, um, I've always kind of had an arm, and uh, I just like being in that position, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, sometimes I wish I could be a receiver as well. I think i got pretty good hands. But, <laughs> but then you'd have to get tackled. Yeah, you know, I'll take the hits. I'll take the hits. (laughs) So uh, just looking at your your career now, do you still see a future in football beyond playing, or where's your football mindset at? Are you even thinking about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously my uh, I'm always in the moment type of guy. Uh, I've always been like that. But, uh, yeah, my my options are open. Obviously, uh, someone comes uh, knocking my way uh, when uh, closing here to it. So, um, yeah, definitely open. Obviously, I would love to go pro in the future. That's that's anyone's main goal. Um, but yeah, well, uh, my main goal right now is to go win a national championship. So, would you ever think about coaching? Oh, I would love to coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always uh, that's why I uh, like being a quarterback as well. I like the leadership role and whatnot. So, yeah, it's always something I uh, could be up to in the future. We have Jordy Wilson on the show quite a bit. How would you describe him as a coach? He's a great leader, great mentor, uh, just a great guy overall. Um, he uh, really sets a standard, and uh, you know we're building a great culture here in Winnipeg. And uh, starts up from the Bombers and whatnot, and goes down from Bison to us. And you know we're just uh, trying to do something great here. And uh, he's a main big piece in that. That's for sure. Well, Bryson, appreciate your time tonight. Thank you very much for this, and best of luck through the rest of the season. Appreciate it, man. Right up. That is Bryson McNeil, quarterback for the Winnipeg Rifles, who pulled off a huge win yesterday, 1916, over the number two ranked Saskatoon Hilltops in Canadian Junior Football League action. They are off this week. They return to action against the Calgary Colts. That is a September 11th game, 11 a.m. kickoff on Sunday the 11th. That is the day after the Banjo Bowl. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this Try to warn you over the day. You may not share our intellect, which might.
explain.